to all you existentialist buffs out there, I am currently under the Soaring Kierkegaard statue in Copenhagen to talk about is Kierkegaard's conception of faith irrational. Join me as I walk through the streets of Copenhagen and talk about Kierkegaard's philosophy. I'll see you there. The first question that comes to mind when we're talking about whether Kierkegaard's faith is irrational is well, what do we mean by irrational? This starts off with a discussion of what rationality is, what irrationality is, and what might be termed as super-rationality. Rationality can quite simply be defined as that which follows the laws of logic or of sound reasoning from certain principles, certain premises, to a conclusion. To Kant, rationality was the idea of being able to have a different systems of going up and down and different levels of analysis within that structure. Now, irrationality, on the other hand, can be defined in two ways. You could define as rationality as whatever is beyond the bounds of reason, or you could have a more nuanced view and say, well, that which is in contradiction to those rules of rationality, those are irrational. Now, that makes a very big distinction because, of course, if you're thinking about it, on the first hand, if you say anything which is beyond the realms of rationality, then you don't have super-rational, because super-rational by definition would then be irrational. However, if you're going to say irrationality is that which is against the rational, which I believe is what Kierkegaard is trying to argue for, then you have the realm of the super-rational, which is beyond the realms of reason and logic. Therefore, under this model of super-rational, irrational, and rational, you do get a mode where Kierkegaard can present a super-rational faith. Now that we've thought a bit about what the rational, the irrational, and the super-rational is, let us talk a bit about what Kierkegaard's conception of faith is. Faith to Kierkegaard is the thinking of the unthinkable. It is beyond the epistemic boundaries of reason. You can't use reason to apply it to faith because there is an absolute difference between man and God. Man is infinitely low and God is infinitely high. The only way we can understand this difference between us and God is via lowing, making ourselves low, become lowly in worship. And only then can you understand the difference between us and God. And therefore, since reason is so insufficient to understand God due to this absolute difference, the reason why Kierkegaard is arguing and saying all of this is because he's writing against the Hegelian dialectic, which argues that reason is the fundamental grounds of philosophy and can explain all things as absolute truth. Now, Kierkegaard is arguing against that by saying, and therefore one needs to take a leap of faith to understand all of these things. The second important element of understanding whether Kierkegaard's faith is rational or irrational is the idea that to him, faith is a decision. It's not about thinking. A lot of times as a philosopher, you're thinking about, okay, how can I have these abstract systems and how can I think about them? How can I reason about these abstract ideas? But what Kierkegaard is arguing and asking you to do is to say, well, hold up. Decision-making is at the core of ethics. Every single thing we do is an active choice about who we're following, what is worthy of our finitude. And as a result, in contrast to this idea about, oh, okay, let's find this abstract system and ethics that we can work on, that we can develop towards, what Kierkegaard is saying is saying, well, actually, hold up, you're getting this entire conception all wrong. You should not be focusing purely on rationality, but rather you should be first thinking about, well, how can I face the decisions that I have to face every single day of my life? And that's the beauty of Kierkegaard's presentation of faith. It is an active movement of yourself in relation to the religious message that you're given. That's why Kierkegaard can be seen as trying to move faith beyond the boundaries of reason alone, because he's asking you to be active. He's asking you to take a leap of faith. He's asking you to make a decision because what Kierkegaard does not want you to do is to just sit in an armchair all day and just think about what is in abstract the best response to certain circumstances. He's asking you to make a decision and that's why his faith is active and not passive. We're currently outside or next to the Little Mermaid statue and I would like to talk about another element of Kierkegaard's conception of faith. To Kierkegaard, faith is individualistic. It's not a group thing. It is not about the crowd. Yes, community is important in faith, but ultimately faith is your relationship with God. If you're thinking about this in more practical terms, this is best seen in his work, that single individual or that individual. 
There he writes about an idea saying that the crowd is untruth. What he means by that is even if the single individual has a personal relationship with God, that could be true to the individual. But the moment you take that into the crowd to people around you and say, everyone must follow what I'm doing, that is the moment where faith becomes untrue. Therefore, when you're thinking about is Kierkegaard's conception of faith rational or irrational or super rational, what he's saying is faith not only has an objective fashion, which is the absolute difference between you and God, but it also has that subjective element of how you're going to interact with the divine idea and how you are going to interact with the truth as an individual. Currently, we're at Copenhagen Harbour, and it's an absolutely beautiful sight behind me. The sun is rising and it's absolutely wonderful. I'd like to share with you the last element of Kierkegaard's conception of faith. To Kierkegaard, faith is a leap. It's not something which is completely rational. You cannot use, in Dostoevsky's words, fully Euclidean geometry and Euclidean proofs to demonstrate that God exists, demonstrate the absolute difference. These differences between God and man, the incarnation, the mystery of the incarnation, are things which, as the name suggests, best remain a mystery. We cannot use reason to try to penetrate it, but what we can do is to accept it. Take a leap of faith. Take a leap of faith from the night of infinite resignation into the night of faith. Take that jump to say, well, all right, let the love of God fill my life and through that love achieve unity in the disunity. Help understanding reach its truest form in a relationship with God via God's love, the teacher coming down to earth. So that is why Kierkegaard is often considered as an arch-irrationalist. But in some sense, it's not really anti-reason, is it? He's not saying that faith is something which is contradictory in a logical sense. He's saying it's paradoxical. He's saying it's difficult. He's saying it's beyond the epistemic boundaries of reason. But let me know in the comments below about whether you think Kierkegaard is a rationalist, irrationalist, a super-rationalist, or whatever you think he is. I'd love to hear your thoughts there. So I hope you've enjoyed this Kierkegaardian stroll, walking through some of the main sites around Copenhagen, showing you around the place and also talking about Kierkegaard. I hope you've enjoyed this video. Stay safe and I'll see you in the next one. Thank you for watching and goodbye.